Your mom has dementia. My heart sunk. I sat there expressionless. It wasn't like I didn't know what was going on. I was surprised. I was already in on about a three-year journey of confusion and odd behavior, but I guess I just didn't want to know, or as my husband calls it, team ostrich. <laughs> I had so many questions. How are we gonna handle this medically? How was I going to tell her she couldn't drive anymore? How was I gonna find her a safe place to live, let alone move her out of the home she'd been in for 26 years? And how was I going to handle it emotionally and physically? I was so scared for both of us. We went to the car and I tried to gently recap what the doctor had told us and my mom had already forgotten the diagnosis. I tried to go about it with a, it's okay, it's gonna be great, we've got this kind of attitude. But my heart was pounding and the conversation was so sad and we both sat in the car and cried. It was one of those times I really needed my mom, but now she needed me more. My mom had already lived by herself for about 29 years after she and my dad divorced. She was very independent, she was always helping others, and she was very, very social. She wasn't an overly religious woman, but we had always gone to church. My sister and I were baptized and confirmed and prayed at meals and prayed at bedtime, but I always thought my mom really liked to go to church to see who was there and socialize. I am, however, very thankful I was raised in a Christian household, and I've always known God. I've always been a very faith-filled person, always thinking that everything happens for a reason and everything's going to be okay. So I prayed to God that he would uh, take my mom's disease and lessen it and slow it down. And knowing he's a great healer, I asked that he would heal my mom. I knew it was a stretch, but I knew he would want me to ask, and so I did. I, um, I had a new role in life now. I was a caregiver. Oh boy, that is not what I wanted to do. But my mom was an only child, and my sister lived out of state, and so I left a job I enjoyed to spend time with her, the woman who had always been there for me. I was not happy. I was angry, and I was frustrated. I was totally overwhelmed, and I was um, exhausted. I had so much conflict about spending so much time with my mom when I thought I should be with my own family. And I was sad. I was so sad that I was watching my mom slip away. I tried to educate myself as much as I could about Alzheimer's and dementia. I read books, I went to seminars, conferences, um, I joined a support group, I uh, talked to anybody who would listen to me just to find out more about the disease and where we were headed. At some point, for some reason, I actually began to feel empowered, like I kind of knew what I was doing and I could handle it. So I realized I have all these new titles. All of a sudden, I am now a banker, a financial planner, and a real estate agent, an attorney, an entertainment director, a chauffeur, a cook, a um, pharmacist. Talk about on-the-job training. I think I learned more in one and a half years than any corporate training program. So in January of 2018, we moved my mom into a senior living community, and 2018 ended up being quite a year. Two weeks before we moved my mom, my husband was diagnosed with early onset Parkinson's disease at age 54. So we took time to sort that all out and made a decision that we eventually probably needed to move 
last year to a smaller home that was handicap accessible. Um, in March, I sold my mom's house, that was good, and in May, highlight alert, our daughter graduated from college and got a job with Oscar Meyer driving a Wienermobile for a year. <laughs> Uh, but I thanked God for the joy that he placed in the midst of that storm. In July, I realized my mom's memory was fading faster than we had hoped and that she needed to be in assisted living. We were getting ready to move out of the home we had been in for 21 years, raise our family in, and the thought of moving her and, again, and us was just daunting, and um, I became extremely stressed out and started having health issues mainly in the form of very high blood pressure they couldn't get under control. So I knew God was telling me, Carrie, you need to slow down and take care of yourself or you're not going to be here to take care of your family. So I sought out ways to reduce my stress, worked with my doctor, and I prayed, and I had faith. In October, we moved, and four days later, my maternal step-grandmother, my mom's stepmom, passed away. I knew I needed to take her to the funeral in Minnesota, but I totally dreaded it. It ended up being a very heart-wrenching 48 hours. Most of the time, she thought I was a cousin, and we spent a lot of time crying. She did, however, at one point say, I'm so glad I know you're my daughter. I've always liked you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, God, for humor. <laughs> In November, I tore my meniscus running the turkey trot. I'm not a runner. Don't ask. <laughs> and in December, we moved my mom to assisted living, and four days later, I had my meniscus repaired. So uh, my mom is slowly settling into her new digs, but she uh, makes it quite clear that she will not be staying there. And I know she's safe and well cared for and where she needs to be. So where is the resolution in this story? Well, as far as my mom's health goes, there probably isn't any. And I'm still a fairly stressed out mess, but we're both still standing. And I look back now, and I see that God was with us every single step of the way, and he always showed up when we needed him. He shows up in my mom's awesome sense of humor. He shows up when my mom's telling me a detailed story about her youth for the 80th time, <laughs> and he's reminding me that she's still there. And when she can't remember things from minute to minute or hour to hour, he shows up to remind me that she lives in the now. My mom lives in the now, which I know is how we all should live. We should all live in the now. He shows up in the unconditional love of friends and strangers and people he's put in our path. My Tuesday Bible study, my couple small group, relatives, my mom's friends, and especially my family. My dad, my sister, my kids, and my husband. Every once in a while, someone will say, Carrie, we don't know how you're doing it. And you know what? I don't either. But what I do know is that this has always been and will continue to be in God's hands. And I'm so thankful for that. Um, last month it was my birthday and we picked my mom up to meet my dad for dinner and I knew she didn't remember it was my birthday, but we got to the restaurant and she handed me a card. And I was like, she remembered. <laughs> and so I opened it up and on the inside she had written, you are a very special daughter. I love you so much. Thank you God for giving me here. I was shocked. My mom, the one who I thought went to church to see who was there, was talking to God. And she was thanking him for the gift he had given her 56 years ago, me. God shows up in his perfect timing. And I thank him for the gift he's given me, the privilege of taking care of my 